I always get a bit nervous, mate. Do you? Mm, I do. Well, that's all I'm going to play because we'll get a copyright strike. But hi. Hello. You didn't think I was recording again, did you? I'm very wary. Oh, you're on it now. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to It's In The Jeans podcast, a podcast by The Digital Gene. My name is Declan. I'm Sharon. And we're a mum and son duo and directors from The Digital Gene. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about the lack of digital skills in the UK and how 12 million people are being forced online when they wouldn't usually be online. Um, Facebook and Instagram um, shopping updates. It's also when we're recording on the 21st of May, Mental Health Awareness Week. So, we're going to talk about whether COVID-19 can help remove the stigma of mental health at work and... Mum's also going to touch on an article from BBC North East about people selling online during the pandemic. That's correct, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's dive in. What have we been up to? Well, it's my birthday. We, yeah. Well, not today. Not yesterday. today. Yesterday. We, the plan well, was I yesterday, have, I have a wasn't week, it? don't I, where but, it's my birthday. But Diva wasn't feeling a podcast recording yesterday. I so. had too much going on. I was you trying did. to work. I was trying to, you know, people sending me messages... Deliveries, mm. prezies, birthday brownie—you <laughs> know, such fabulous things going on that I'm really, really sort of—I can't even begin to say how I feel about the fact that I had a birthday in lockdown and how fabulous my family made it for me. Oh, that's cute. Well, it was. It was a lovely. You know, you just don't. Obviously, you can't go far away going for your birthday. No, we can't go for a meal or anything, can we? But, you know, we had a lovely... I mean, how did the weather turn out? How did the weather turn out? I know, it was gorgeous. Couldn't have been a better day, could it, sunshine-wise? So, the fact that we had the barbie, we had some lovely rosé, and my prezzies. I mean, I couldn't be more appreciative and grateful of the fact that you were all around me feeling oh. a little bit emotional oh you're not going to cry on the pod are you? <laughs> don't cry on the pod um, the first person so, to cry on a podcast oh, probably not am I ever ever in the world are you no of oh. course not okay. I don't know I don't know the what first person ever to cry on a podcast when there's thousands and thousands of podcasts well maybe people don't show that sort of emotion I on a podcast I've listened to people cry on podcasts before really a couple yeah I need to listen to more podcasts you don't listen to any just our own <laughs> Thank you. So, um, are we saying that you're a bit hung out? Well, I've said it now. Do you have to tell the world? The world. Not the world. The five people. The five people. No, it's way more than five. Oh, no, it's 25. Oh, no, it isn't. (laughs) Stop it. Um, Yeah, a little bit hung over. I'm not not really a big drinker, am I? No. I can go weeks and months without alcohol, so when I do finally have it... Although, in fairness, I've drunk more alcohol in lockdown than I probably would drink in oh, a year. Are you one of those people? Well, I do feel as if... I don't think you've drank a well, lot. Well, usually, I, I wouldn't say I've drunk a lot. I would usually, Friday or a Saturday night, a nice glass of red with your dad. Um, but now I've been like Tuesday night, a fancy glass of wine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's been There's been some of that going on. Um, and from what I can tell with my friends 
everybody seems a bit like that as well because we've lost track of the days. So, so what the hell? Exactly. And and think speaking of losing track of the days, I know we normally say what we've been up to, what we've been watching, whatever, but I, I can't actually, remember. I can't remember anything. Like since we recorded episode two. I feel like I've hardly watched anything. I feel like I've done everything in slow. It's really weird. Oh. I can't. What have I been watching? Nothing. I've, we've just been frozen in time. Yeah. We've been frozen we're in working time. working hard as well. We've been working really, really hard, yeah. So apart from work, I, f- I actually feel like I can't really think about anything else other than work at the uh-huh. minute. Yeah. Um, the w- work and the chats that we have with the family when we're sat having our dinner... All of those blend into one. So I do know I've watched other things. I watched Dead to Me, oh, season yeah. two, you which like I absolutely loved. Yeah. But even that seems like a dim and distant memory I know. already. And I watched it. I did watch that, but I watched it that quick. I always think when you binge stuff and you watch it that quick, you can't remember you can't how it ended. It in. I'm you like, don't. some of my friends are watching it now and they're like, oh, this wasn't that a bit funny? And I'm like, uh, uh, what bit? Was bit? That? And, and then, then somebody said, oh, I couldn't believe how they left it. I went, I can't even remember how I they did leave it. They I can it. remember now, but I'm not going to say. Now I'm jogging my memory, yeah. the wheels are turning. I go, oh, yeah, that's yeah, I can remember how I left it. That's the wheels spoiler. are turning, exactly. <laughs> that's a spoiler. Beep, beep. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, it really... what On Monday, would it be nine weeks? We keep saying we're like in eight or nine weeks in lockdown here in the UK. Because that's what I was going to get to as well. I don't know if people, everyone seems there's lockdown police everywhere, but it is my last day with back at my parents today because I have been here for eight weeks and I need to go back to. And I said I was chatting to somebody on Instagram earlier, and I said that you know I do feel very grateful that in the height of lockdown as a family. You know the the four most important people in my world were with me. <laughs> yeah. Um. You, your brother, your dad, and grandma. We've we've all been able to go through the experience together. Yeah. Um. But of course now things are starting to get easier. So you're off back to Leeds. And I don't. You? And I don't. I mean, I don't think we're out of the woods yet with COVID. Oh, and I definitely think not. Potentially in the winter we could end up being in a situation where lockdowns happen again. But. Um. I mean, I, I worry for you because basically be you're going back home. To you're going back to to your place to sit and be in lockdown essentially most of the time on your own apart from when your flatmate's not working. I know, but my life's there, isn't there? Your and that's is why there. I need to get your back. Life is there. And I want some sort of normality yeah, back here. Yeah, it some, really yeah. feels like you know it's it's when you say it's it's a bit like that type of thing where you say although we're not on holiday because we've worked all the way through it haven't been furloughed or you Nothing. know we've kept grafting. Um, <laughs> when you say that. You know, you wish you could be on holiday for, for forever when you're on holiday. For many people, this has been a bit like that, hasn't it? Yeah. But for us now, it's like trying to get back to some sort of normality with your actual day-to-day things that you do. And I, I feel as much as I don't want you to go back, that we'll be able to do that. Because I don't think technically I should be going back, but I think, you know, if somebody pulled me over and went, where are you going? I'd just be like, look, I've been with my parents for eight weeks. I need to get back to my home. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been isolating together. We, yeah. we are the probably. I would like to think everyone has been as stringent as we've been because we're every time somebody leaves the house, Dad's. <laughs> What's Dad doing? I was going to say rubbing the knobs. <laughs> oh my <laughs> rubbing god! Rubbing the That is so rude. <laughs> no, oh, don't act so. You'd normally laugh at that. Stop. I am <laughs> laughing at it, but it's but he is. too rude. But he for, is. It's too rude for a podcast. <laughs> no. It is rubbing the knobs. Door knobs, I said. Door knobs. Um, oh my god. But um, 
We just are. Hand, I've never known so much hand sanitizer. We all wear a mask to go shopping. Oh, like, I don't. I wear a leopard print scarf. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> of course. But actually, do. other than a little walk around, you know, my, my daily exercise, which I don't even do that some days, I don't hardly go out. No. You'll be out more now we've got your Fitbit for your Oh, I've got a Fitbit. I've got my Fitbit. They'll <laughs> be I've telling you to Fitbit. get out. So I think that's that wraps up what that's we've been up to, isn't it? That's our life recently, yeah. isn't it? So as this podcast gets more popular, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We are going to... Although you've had a couple of people say, could we ask questions already, didn't they? Somebody did on episode one ask, say to me, can we ask questions? And I was like, yeah, And I think it away. would be nice potentially... And then they never replied. <laughs> well, really, at one point, uh, to maybe ask, you know, answer one. I don't want it to be a podcast where we answer loads Not of people's questions. Not a Q&A Just Just one, pick mm-hmm. one good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but... One that we all we're going to ask this to ourselves because we everyone always asks ask this. this to ourselves. Yeah. Ask ourselves. Sound like Schmeagel. I know. To ask, ask this out. to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but gonna what is it like working with each other? Oh, we get asked that. But they, I know, and they always go, "Oh, so what's it like working working with your mum?" And I'm like, "It's great. It is great." Was it Was it last night or this morning we were talking about? You know, starting up a business, starting up a family business, and I'm not sure if you hear that anymore. Although I do, I do, I do know quite. I do see it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably it's probably more popular than we realise, isn't it? But people I think always there's a lot of people us, who go to uni and come out and not really know what they want to do with their lives, and whether they just go into the family business, which some for some people, if their business is really established, some people mm. it's great, but. I mean, I don't necessarily you. if a lot of people what? set up as a mum and son duo. Obviously, now we've got another direct, d- director, Gary, and different people involved, but I don't know. But what but is it like? You, you were going to be a marine biologist, no, and, now, and now you're a business development director in a digital business. I know. I mean, how, how different mm. could that be? Paul but anyway, opposites? what's it like working together? You answer first. Me answer first. Me answer first. <laughs> I actually, I think I said, I was starting to say before you butted in. Oh, that's right. Um, God. But um, I think we were talking about it either last night in the garden or this morning. And I was saying I wouldn't have it any other way. I absolutely detest you with a passion some days when we have those oh, arguments the sat, mutual, sat across the desk me. from each other. Trust me. And you'll say to me, don't say shut up to me. Oh, I think... So I never used to swear around my parents. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that would have naturally probably happened if I'd have got older, that we'd, you start being a bit of a potty mouth. But I think since being in business, there's some expletives come out of our mouth. Not necessarily at each other, but oh, just no. when we're talking about no. different things. And usually when you're on deadlines trying to get things finished. Yeah. And also, like, your dad's amazed that I actually, when he found out that I actually swear in front of you, when we said that we both swear whilst we're in work mode, oh, your dad was, couldn't know, believe it, could he? He was really taken aback because I'm not a swearer, really. I'm, Outside of work, I'm not. Well, all we do is work. Well, all we do is work, 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 yeah. So, but well, it's, um, it is funny. Maybe we need a podcast just about work, working together, no. family business. No. No? That's what this is about in business. Well, you say well. we'll go on too long. Well, we will. Well, I absolutely wouldn't have it any other way. Some days I... 
can't stand it. Other days I absolutely love it. But the vast majority of it is that I wouldn't be doing this with anybody else. Yeah. I love your passion. I love the 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 freshness and the you know the young, everybody says to us, don't they? Oh, two two different sort of perspectives. Yeah. When when we're actually working with a business and we give insights, you know, from a digital perspective, those two different perspectives, me actually doing what I've done for a long time, you being fairly fresh, just working in the digital industry for a couple of years, you know, those two perspectives, people really find that they like. And that's what I always like about, I think, I don't think I could have done it on my own because mm-hmm. I don't know enough of the technical digital stuff myself, but I also like because you've had a career, mm-hmm. the insights you bring to it in the fact that you wanted to build our business model where we don't we hire as less as possible mm-hmm. because of all the teething problems that hiring people brings. Yeah, I mean, I've worked in, and you, you know, you worked used to in some sizable teams. Um, your first half of your day is just sorting people. So when I worked in e-commerce and I had, you know, decent-sized teams, the very, up until lunchtime, was sorting out everybody's problems uh-huh. and you got very little real business done yeah most days until that time uh-huh. um and the larger your team get and and i was working in a business there where i had to put on the hr hat as well yeah which i was meant to be an e-commerce well, i think all managers have to put on a level of yeah HR and obviously hats, it's but it, because it's how you regard your team how you want to look after them yeah. and you know, take care of them and make make work a good place to be. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what I found. And also, we would never have been able, at the stage we were at very early on, to have the level of knowledge and expertise in the business. We couldn't afford to hire those people. Mm-hmm. How we bring them in now to work on projects with us, having the best, you know, that that's the difference. We've turned it on its head. You know, we've got those people now working on projects as and when they're needed to. So that that was what I wanted. And yeah. it, that's my perspective on it. Yeah, and also just time. being a bit more savvy than me. But I do say to you, I'm like, let oh. me learn those mistakes myself. Well, you know, I, like when you say you might be a bit, like you could say, you could see through someone or something. Mm. Where I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but let me mis- make that mistake myself as well. Oh, absolutely. And I think in many respects, you were savvier than me it's it's that it's that relationship isn't it it's those things that we both that phrase bring to the table mm-hmm. but actually being on this business journey um i wouldn't want to be on it with anybody else other than you oh, i absolutely true. love it i couldn't see a future without you Dad. and neither of us have said what we always used to describe it as when people we we've said oh this is what people ask us loads but neither has actually given the answer that we always used to give do you remember what we used I can't to say even remember it. so we always used to say it's like we can argue oh, but yes, then one yeah. of us will just go do you want the kettle on yeah and the argument's over yeah yeah like it we just move on dead fast yeah and I, I mean, don't know like and i also think we probably go further than you could ever go with a member oh, the of work staff mate. yeah yeah i'd like to think some people didn't i'd be getting to, sent to hr oh all day well long. i've had experiences where i've been spoken to just like us two speak to each yeah. other so it it's prevalent in and the you don't workplace, expect but, it but it's somehow because it's it. family it's different isn't well, it, is it? Different, isn't because it? you like that as a family you yeah. forgive your family for, for things that you'd never forgive anybody else yeah. for yeah. Um, but yeah I, I wouldn't have it any other way it's great this this journey that we're on and the vision that we've got you know and now now we have 
a new director, you know, leading the business, that that vision and that you know how where we see ourselves next year in five years, etc. Mm-hmm. It's a really exciting time for us, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So, so but yeah. And it's a laugh. And it's it? a, and it's a start. The thing is, it's a family business and it's a startup business, isn't it? So it has its challenges. We have lots of things that we've got to go through and learn and pain thresholds, haven't we? Yeah. Um, some things are really, really painful, and you just don't want to do it because because me and you understand each other. We get that, and we help each other through. And you'll say to me, "Oh, look, Mum, I know you don't want to do that, but we've got to get it sorted." Mm. And you help me like that, whereas I might bury my head in the sand for a bit. So let's get into some digital topics of discussion. So the first one, like a lot of news still at the minute, is very COVID-19 related. So it was I first read about this Lloyds Bank survey in the New Statesman, but there's been quite a lot of art- articles that have come out about it. Um, and it's the, the title of the article was Locked Out in Lockdown, 12 Million People Forced Online for Essentials Despite Lacking Skills. And it just made me think about... We don't really think of that, us two, because we are so savvy. Especially so my... Savvy. Like, I, Dad always laughs at me because he's like, you never even read the instructions. But I just think, because I've been brought up where it's all pretty intuitive mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, we all Fitbit yesterday. Did I heck read the instructions for that? I just turned it on and got going. Mm-hmm. So, I, but then I, so I forget about older and vulnerable people who will seriously lack digital skills. Really, mm. and I wonder if that, and I know so it is, has been talked about within the government and for yeah. and parliaments for years. But I think that'll be the new like skills shortage. There'll be the people that'll be left behind as technology moves forward, who can't get a grips with it. And yeah, you could say, well, they're all a bit older. So when my generation grows up, we'll yeah, all can't get, wait that long. No, that's no, a long and time we do exactly, wait. and we don't know what'll change. As I get older, well, you know that's well. interesting because we we can we've actually got some deeper insight into that having grandma live with us. Oh yeah, of course. Um, you know, it says in the article, doesn't it, that pe- as as many as six million people have said that they potentially couldn't turn on devices such as mobile phones and computers. Um, and we have helped your grandma along so, so much, haven't we, with technology? Mm-hmm. You know, she's got a better phone, she watches Netflix, she knows how to use the Amazon Fire Stick. But she wouldn't, um, I don't think she would feel confident enough if, if we weren't just one shout away to help Oh, her. she couldn't do it on her own. She likes the fact that she couldn't see and she goes, there's something on my phone, will you show me what to do? It was like when I was teaching her to take photos on her phone and I said, you save them in there and then you can send them to... Whoever, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then and, and then look how much your grandma's come on with with me talking about Instagram, whatever, and she's gone, Oh, how many likes did you get? And she understands what a tweet is. And she understands well. what a tweet but is. There are some and she people. sits there, doesn't she? Goes, Just explain this to me now, Declan. What what is that that you're talking yeah. about? And and she gets it when you simplify it to her, but But I just can't I can't imagine how different a brain is of compared to mine. With somebody who hasn't been brought up with it. Mm, I know. And like your brother always says to me, Mum, you are odd. Not many people your age are this savvy about things. Well, it (laughs) is true. Look at some of your friends. Oh, well, Yeah, they can use Facebook, but 
could they do what you do with some of your stuff that you story? I mean, some of your friends don't even know how to do a story. Well, I've actually been. To, I was going to save this a little bit for when we're talking about mental health later, but as you were well aware, I've actually been told to my face a few times that I am strange for being a woman in tech yeah. and being fifty-seven, and it's like people just like see me as some sort of oddball, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. I've actually hasn't it been said to my face, and mm. I look and I think. So I'll cover that a little bit more when we talk about mental health because that was something I wanted to bring up there. Um, but getting but, back to this but yeah, I'm, I am an oddity in the fact that, you know, I get how tech works and I love it and champion it. But for millions of people, clearly that's not the same. Yeah, imagine if you had to do all your groceries online. And and, and, and the article that I read in the New Statesman, a lot of, why, a lot of the reasons why people are sceptical to embrace tech and digital in the older generation is to do with security, scams, and all of those. Mm. Whereas what I I know they are rife, and there's been a lot of scams that I've got through this pandemic. I've had emails, and it looks real. Like oh, there's a TV exactly. license one, which yeah. like I generally even me mm-hmm. had to question because mm-hmm. it it fell when I, I, my TV license was actually coming yeah. to an end. Very, so I was very like, clever, this is so. It? But I know to kind of click to see which email address has come, and it's like not even. Yeah, to click. It's like to, some awful. You know how to make those checks. But and... for the people who, and I just don't know what we do. But even a younger generation, we always talk about this. You go right. Well, teenagers might know how to use Snapchat or TikTok. Yeah, but do TikTok they actually? Now, do they actually have digital skill set? Well, I've talked. I've touched on this. Uh, you know, before in conversations where I've literally said that I used to use, like you said, Snapchat as an example. Now it'd be TikTok, especially in lockdown. Everybody's been going on to TikTok, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and you just think, but they don't know how to send an email. You know, sending an email to a potential employer or to anybody even is is the old version of writing a letter. Yeah. Um, and people can't write a letter and they can't write an email and they don't know how to populate a cv online for it to look good mm. um you know potentially I, I talk to your brother all the time about being on linkedin yeah. so that he's moving around and looking at potential employers because he hasn't got a job yeah. if anybody has any jobs <laughs> <laughs> can i do, can i say that of course you can he, he might needs, not like he it, needs a job and yeah. he's got a computer science degree qualified last year he's all still right. got a job um but yeah, I do think there's a lot of skill shortage in the basics, not just for old and vulnerable people, but for the younger people. And I wonder what, I like, I always look back at school now and I'm like, I understand why you taught academia, like academic things. Mm-hmm. But then I also think, shouldn't you be taught these digital Life skills? skills. Shouldn't Life you skills. be taught potentially how to run a business? Mm-hmm. You're never taught that. It's like, no. that's not an option for when you leave no. school. No. And there's none of that. And I, I remember it primary school we were the first year to do a touch typing course which I suppose is the start of trying to get people mm-hmm. a bit faster on and embracing computers I remember we all had to close our eyes and touch type we used to go we used to love it the computers were huge it's just um, life skill it's life skills in general and most things that you have to do on a daily basis now involves doing it online, getting your TV license, sorting out your car insurance, all of those things. Everything is online and really those life skills aren't taught. I mean, when you, it wasn't so much when you moved to uni because even even though, you know, a lot of things were still basically done for you, weren't they? But when you moved 
properly away from home last year, you would ring us up, wouldn't you, and say, oh, how am I going to sort this out? How am I going to... So it's it's just general life skills aren't taught. And yeah. digital is everywhere. It's embedded, I'd like to say, genetically embedded <laughs> in our, in our and everyday is, life And now. they've got to teach... And one of the also concerns, not in this article, but in the bits I've read about this, other bits I've read about this survey, is how a one part, massive part of what needs to be taught is they need to be secure. So they need to know, people need to be taught, use a different password for different things. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Because if we're all embracing it, but we're not skilled enough to know how to keep ourselves secure, mm. that's when there's going to be big problems with... That's when the government could have used that phrase... That would have been a better what, phrase. Stay alert. Stay alert. <laughs> Not for the pandemic, for, for digital I life know. skills. I know. Stay alert. I know. We should have done their marketing, we shouldn't should we? Have. Yeah. 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 Boris, if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, Boris. <laughs> we've heard that you're liking the podcast. So, yeah, there's a lot, but it is going to be, I think it'll exacerbate. Exasperate? Is that the word? No, you exasperate me. No, but it'll That's like. Different, what definitely. is the word? No, I haven't used it in context yet. Let me no. get it out. But what, what is it? How do you say it? What is it that you're trying Just to say? Just tell me the word. I don't know. Exacerbate. Exacerbate. Or exacerbate. It'll exacerbate inequalities Ooh. again. Didn't you go on to me about swallowing a dictionary last time? <laughs> no, but it'll it will. Exacerbate. Because the people that are older and more vulnerable and the poorer are the ones that will suffer the most the because they won't be taught the skills which and always it sad? it's always happens and i wonder it? if it'll we really even widen the gap even when more. you talk about the class system it really really exacerbates that doesn't it mm. um and it something's got to be done shall we do it shall I'd, we do I'd, it I'd, do, I'd do, do. Do. can you i know rip what? off my here look i'm going to rip off my t-shirt and underneath <laughs> underneath i've got Stay alert! Oh, God. <laughs> um, you don't have to camp it up for the podcast sometimes. You tell me I am camp. You are, but like that... that oh, anyway. Um, but I do... This I is would what like it's like working see. with I, your son, I think, working with You know, when I say it, I would like to... Insult look. you Stop. all the time. Stop oh. putting in all the time. I'm not putting in, I haven't finished. You're just saying random stuff. I'm not, I'm saying how all you right. insult anyway. me all the time. Camp. So, um... Get on with it. Camp. So now we're moving on to the news that Facebook and Instagram are finally rolling out shops to their pages. So you will no longer have to click through to the website to order something. You will basically, you won't have to leave Facebook or Instagram. Well, that's so, the big plan, isn't it? That's well, that is the plan, but I don't like the idea They've of tried it. a couple of times and failed, but um, there was the marketplace thing, wasn't it? I don't know how long that's. Uh, oh, there's still. I still use it. Do, yeah, you said. I look for like little thrifty bits if um, it's ever on there. Yeah, but this this is a big move, isn't it? And it it probably ties in quite nicely when it was my birthday yesterday, and I was sharing things when you asked me for a list because you were going to be. Yeah, sorry, I was going to be. In control of the present buying. Yeah. Yeah, and you said that you can't believe just how many small businesses I follow or save things from ah, on Instagram. Um, and I can spend hours and hours on there because 
the minute that I see that little shopping basket padlocky sign, whatever it is, I can't remember, and you click on to get the price and then click further to go to the website. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love that you can just shop that easily. So for them to be able to make that even easier and on Facebook, because obviously over time they're merging the two things much more, you know, there's more synergy between them all the yeah. time. Um, it's it's a massive move and obviously... I couldn't believe that you sent me your shopping list via Instagram. No, you must be. When Zuckerberg stands up in board meetings and goes, this woman is our ideal like <laughs> person to use Instagram yes. because you save all of your collections. You save. You must have thousands of saved posts. Oh, I love my collections. So in my collections, them, I have interiors, I have fashion, I have skincare, wallpaper, holidays abroad, holidays UK. I just do not. It's I interesting because... Love it. If you look at it on paper, I should be the person that uses Instagram like that because I'm younger mm-hmm. and more into Insta. Mm-hmm. But I literally just see what my friends post. I follow very minimal brands. Well, look at like, you. Sending, I, I, I shared that profile with you the other evening, didn't I, about the candle, the cinema candle? Yeah, and I spent £45 on a on candle. On a candle, which you've, you've never, <laughs> never done ever that. in my life. And done. I do it all the time. <laughs> candle mania, some sort of thing I've got, but... Yeah, I mean, that's how I shop. So for that to be made even easier, I don't spend a great deal of time on Facebook these days. Instagram is my place, LinkedIn in the day for work. Um, But for all those people who hang around on Facebook, and that's what they want really, don't they? To keep you there. I know, and that's what my worry is, that it'll just just be a monopoly. They'll own everything. They have all your social media... You then shop through it so they'll know all your shopping habits. Then they're on about pushing their own cryptocurrency, Libra, mm-hmm. which you'll use that cryptocurrency to buy. So they'll know all, they'll literally know no, everything. everything. It's literally Big Brother in a box. Like, and then it? you hook your Strava up to Facebook as well. So probably through some cookies, they know how many, what you're eating or They will yeah. literally have a full everything profile. And I think. More than Trust you in Facebook. Yourself. I think if you if you asked a, uh, an audience of people if they trusted Facebook, I don't think anyone would put their hand up. But what is quite interesting is a lot of people don't realise that Instagram is pretty much the same thing now. Mm-hmm. And I think some people would say, "Oh yeah, I trust Instagram," without realising that they're actually well, the it's same like, product it's like now. Using WhatsApp, the same, isn't it? Well, exactly. You know, people don't realise who it is that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. They don't realise whose product they might be the person to slag off Facebook, but they're sending WhatsApp messages to their mates. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They don't actually realise who owns what. And that's a bit scary, people not having that sort of knowledge. Um, but yeah, I do worry about that. And as a web design company, I do worry that more people will potentially just think, Oh, I'll just do that as a route to having an, a website you know, an e-com site. Uh-huh. So we, we're going to have some discussions about that as a business, aren't we? Well, we've and always got, got one eye on the ball, haven't yeah. we, to all you've things got like to this. Adapt. Yeah, you have to, but I'm just reading there, the partnering with the Shopify, Big Commerce, Woo, Channel, like loads of different e-commerce platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is probably still the need to have a website because you have, well, there is for all, not well, just a shop, but you've got a blog and you've got to create content. You've got to do all well, these different things. Well, as well with things. a website, it is so much more than Facebook as well, especially if you have a bricks and mortar side to your business. Mm. You know, your tills have got to be hooked up you know, to your feed, everything. It's yeah. not it's not just about Facebook. So there is more to an e-com site 
but but it's it's great news for you know small businesses who've potentially been af- affected by this global pandemic. I know it's rolling out in the US, obviously, first of all. How no, it's rolling out here pretty oh, soon as well. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's what I was going to add. It's how quickly we then get it. Because a lot of these rollouts, you hear about them and then you never see anything about them again. Because they No, I think worked. all these press releases and all these articles at the minute are literally... The reason it's come back into conversation is because they are about to launch it. Well, we'll stay posted then, eh, on that yeah. one. It's just, yeah, it's just fascinating. I do love it. I do love all that tech. So the next thing that we wanted to discuss, which was an article we've seen, and it is Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK anyway, um, and this year's theme is Kindness Matters. I always think they keep the themes quite generic because they don't really want to get really into some major, like, I don't say issues, I want to say like major aspects of mental health. Like they never go. Oh, this week, this year's theme is schizophrenia. Yeah, like they never say, say like, "Oh, you've left me out." No, no not even that. Mean? They just don't want to get too bogged down in the details of a specific right. condition. It's, 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 so it's it's, it's always like being kind. And I think kindness yeah. a lot obviously has, has stemmed from what happened in January, which feels like a lifetime ago when Caroline Flack sadly obviously yeah, ended her life, like and everyone was saying, "Be kind." Um, but the article that this has got, um, the, what am I trying to say? I don't know, Dex. The, not the stint, the, the perspective this article's mm-hmm. looking at it is, will COVID-19, again, another news article that's got a COVID-19 slant, but they all, everything does at the minute, will us all working from home finally remove a lot more of the stigma of mental health at work? Now, I'll say something that I think... The stigma is constantly being challenged at work these days around mental health, and mental health is a lot is discussed a lot more openly. You used to, used to say when you were younger, it just was never spoke about, was it? Oh, if no, you would just you just would never ever. I mean, I know it's the same now. You know, it's often the people that you least expect that you hear bad news about. Mm. Um, but anybody back then, you, you just couldn't feel that you could talk about anything you were going through mm. to really anybody because of the ju- judgment you know and how that would affect your career you had to keep it behind closed doors because you know the the thought of being judged that it would somehow affect what you were capable of doing at work yeah um which all as we know the broad spectrum of mental health problems people can hide so much mm. can't they you were absolutely clueless that a person is suffering from something but it's so prevalent and i can't believe that something that is so prevalent for so because it hasn't it, i think levels of anxiety and depression in particular have increased um throughout this t- through, through do you mean generally or through as the, COVID, the no, pandemic? well that as well but even throughout feels like the, as our world is becoming more faster and different things are happening i do think they have become anxiety to say pretty much most people have anxiety yeah these I always days. try to if ever I try to, to um, if, if ever I'm feeling a bit anxious about things and overwhelmed I try to describe it I've seen it on movies sometimes it's like it's like 
if you imagine like speech bubbles of everything coming at you, yeah. you know, social media streams, television, yeah. blogs, people, you know, it's all coming out. And sometimes it's massive overwhelm and you don't know how to, how to, you know, how to get yourself away from it all. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think more people are speaking about those issues than they ever used to. Whether that's because social the... media, but social media, many, many people think add to it. Oh, it does. Don't they? I can wholeheartedly tell you that it adds to it. When you go on social and you see everybody's perfect life, even if you're not oh, suffering, even if you're having a crap day yeah. and you look at, log on and see somebody having an amazing time, it really doesn't it doesn't bring you up. It and are they having an down. amazing time? Well, no, probably not. But That's been discussed lots, hasn't it? Because you only see a version of somebody's life yeah. that they're allowing and you to see. probably edited as well. Oh, definitely edited. I mean, we talk a lot in influencer marketing, don't we, about yeah. authenticity. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, influencer marketing is is just an advert, isn't it? And how we've always looked through glossy magazines and on TV, and the adverts always show um, a beautiful version of life, somebody's ultra-clean kitchen after the dogs ran through it, (laughs) with the muddy paws, she's just cleaned it with flashing seconds type of thing. Do you know what I mean? All of those sort of, like, pictures of of, um, domesticity are perfect. And people go on about influencer marketing and say, oh, you know, it's n- it's not really a true reflection. It's an advert, basically, at yeah. the end of the day. But there are those people as well who, um, you know, they're doing that and it's not an advert. That's just how they want people to perceive their lives. And I think that must have an effect on their own mental well-being, trying to be like that. Yeah. And I do, There's so many aspects to this. I do think work, the workplace is one of the final frontiers Definitely. Because you think, God, I could lose my job over this, I could do... But I know some people now that work for companies where you can actually take a mental health day. Really? Oh, yeah, I know quite a few. Yeah? So they literally just ring up on the morning saying, I'm taking a mental health day, and it's, like, written into their their contracts that they can take. And, And they don't question it? No. I'm taking a mental health day, I'm not feeling too good today. Which you... Probably from how you've been brought up, might sound a bit. And I'll ask you this honestly: Does it sound a bit like I would call it fanny state? Fanny state? Do you mean <laughs> nanny state? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fanny state. No, like, oh no, like nanny state. You nanny state. No, I do term. mean fanny. Like fanny. you know, because we would say like, "Oh, stop being the fanny." Fanny enough to do. No, like, when people would say. Um, if you're anxious, people, people go, oh, stop being a little fanny before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so probably what you and dad probably want to I've never said anything like that. Stop anxious. being a fanny. But, um, you're a fanny. But I don't, I think it's Jessie. amazing. But, Jessie's your dad's term. Um, I think it's amazing that workplaces are embracing that. But what this whole article about is about how COVID and we're all working from home might make that even better. You know, if we've all got that opportunity to work remotely, you could be like, I'm not coming in today. And you wouldn't even have to say, I'm taking a mental health day because it's even more flexible. You'd just mm. be like, I'm, I'm staying at home, home today. today. You just put it in your calendar yeah, in your diary. Just at home. Yeah, it's a, a, a working from home day. Yeah, I mean, that would be great, wouldn't it? Because somebody... you will feel better. If I, you know, if I was actually employed by somebody and rather than being in the business, I would feel so much better if I knew that my boss had my back if I was if I was struggling or even where 
you know, you might never struggle in your life at all throughout your work. Let's mm-hmm. say you were at workplace for a few years and you, you didn't struggle with anything. But just knowing that there's that culture within your workplace that but it's not be open on and, and you can be honest. You know, it seems a bit weird how we might go even for Like, you can imagine if everyone, the start of a board meeting, it's like, before we get into it, is everyone's mental health okay? Like, you imagine that. That'd be like a Black Mirror episode. I mean, I think but, it's perfect for, for, you know, even from from my perspective, knowing how my mental health has been the last few years with my, going through the menopause. Mm. You know, you've, you've, you've seen how that's been a struggle for me sometimes. The anxiety. Well, sometimes it was the it anxiety, was just... the tiredness, you know, the brain fog. Sometimes you just want to just just curl up in a ball. It's horrendous. well, it was very, you know, it, it very similar symptoms to anxiety and depression. I think mm. the menopause causes. So mm. now I have seen. So it. For, for anybody going through anything, well, anything, but that's just because that's likened it to something that I've been going through. Uh-huh. That can only be a positive, can't it? Yeah. For us to open up and just talk more. And don't we just say that about everything, really? When I always used to say to you two when you were little, you know, a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an old phrase, probably used to me when I was a kid as well. But, you know, the minute you get something off your chest, that that feeling of, of um, lightness and, you know, that that heavy weight has gone, there is such so much behind that, oh. that opportunity to share that problem and somebody can then say to you you know when you were kids they'll go is that all is that all that was i can i can i can sort that for you Uh i can help you with that oh that happened to me i'll show you what i'll show you what i did Uh can only be good can't it i hope so and i do hope that the future of work which we've discussed in previous episodes will reflect that being and obviously this year's theme being kind it does come down to kindness being kindness and a willingness to listen. Yeah, which is probably an, an act is an act of kindness in itself, isn't it? Being willing to listen to people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well that was deep. Deep. So we've got one little last topic to discuss, and I know. We need to name this segment because I know it could result in you getting preaching preachy again. No, not at all. I just found it an Sharon's interesting Sharon's preaching corner. We should maybe call I, it or something on the segment. I think segment. you should draw. You know when you do draw those um, when Sarah draws the draws those fab little um, for context. Sarah's a graphic designer. Sarah's our graphic designer. Yeah. yeah, she's on our team and she's fabulous and yeah. we love her. Um, but when she draws those little. Avatar Avatars of yeah. us. Maybe she could draw one of me stood on a soapbox with a megaphone. Preaching, I think yeah. I can see you dressed as like Preach um, it, sister. No, like put Preach. like put your in <laughs> Don't put, roll your eyes at me again. In the, the amount of time you roll your the, eyes at the, me. Is it purple outfit? Papal. Look like the poor. A purple. Look like the Paul. Like preaching, you could have you on the balcony of the Sistine Chapel or whatever it, whatever I don't care what it is, but whatever it is, that's the that's the graphic I'm seeing, and we like the, the Star Wars graphic in the previous episode, yeah, yeah. like the Pope's hat on, and you preaching to an audience of thousands. Oh, that's the I'll, graphic I'll I'll live I see for in the my day head. That I see that graphic next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we might have. I might no, have it's to just get me. It it's yeah, just me. This is your 
just my this, little bit. It's something that, you uh, wanted to discuss, well, so just fire away. My love of websites. I know. You know, that's why this this stage in my career is why we design and build websites as a business for a living, and how much I love them, and the reason why I do it. Um, and we often talk about the importance of a website, and I think you know during this um, COVID phase and post COVID, websites are going to be websites or a version of a website whatever that looks like to people are going to be more important than ever Mm -hmm. and it was just something that popped up on my linkedin feed it was a a little bit of news on the local bbc northeast news one lunchtime um and it was a company that sells spas inflatable spas of all things and because people can't go on holiday um and they're going to have to stay at home those of them looking to lucky enough to have back gardens these inflatable spas were like off the scale how much they were selling them. Mm-hmm. Um, their sales had increased by 1,600%. They're having to recruit more staff and deal with uplifts and in inbound email to their website. Normally they'd get on an average day, they reckon 20 to 30 uh, email inquiries from people. Oh, yeah, Throughout this period, they were getting five to 600 a day. And they couldn't have had that without a website, mm. without a really decent, fast smooth, easy to work your way around website and best thing of all, do you know what they've got on it? Klarna. I mean I think I think I think we are to think that you can buy an inflatable spa. Klarna if anyone ever wants to sponsor Klarna all of this podcast, I think it'll be Klarna because you live by Oh Klarna and Cleopair. You were paying for Christmas in February, weren't you? Klarna and Cleopair, there's a few because I've said before, you know, especially when you're shopping online for clothes, the beauty of it is that you you never really know whether, what size you're gonna what size you should order. Obviously, once you've shopped at an online re- retailer for a while, you get to understand what size you are. But if you don't know what size you are, you can order them, send one back, pay for it on Klarna. Bob's your uncle. It's absolutely Fanny's brilliant. Your aunt. Fanny's your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that came from. Oh god. Um, but, you know, you couldn't do that without an amazing website. Yeah. So that's where my love of that came from. And there was another little quirky aspect to the to the, the, the news slot. And it they interviewed the other extreme. It went from inflatable spas to um, eggs on an egg farm. And this, this farmer somewhere in the northeast, Durham somewhere, I think it was, you know, he was now, instead of having a little tiny van that normally would deliver eggs. He Is was this having, when everybody was wanting to bake cakes? It was just everybody because they couldn't get fresh ingredients yeah. early on in the pandemic. Um, you know, when everything really locked down at the beginning, he had a website, but nobody rarely found it. But obviously all those online searches for fresh farm eggs. Mm-hmm. And then it showed you this picture of him. Now he's got this great big HGV lorry full of eggs every day going out to people. And he couldn't have had that if he didn't have his website. So, you know, a version of a website, as long as it works well, it's fast enough for people to check out securely and buy what they want. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. <laughs> and this concludes the Sharon's Preachy Corner preachy segment. Preachy Corner, Preachy yeah. Corner. Thank you. Pop outfit following soon. <laughs> okay, so thank you for listening to this episode of It's In The Jeans podcast. So you can follow us both on Twitter... I'm at Declan E. Williams, and you are... Before Ended. 
You can also follow our business at The Digital Gene. Please like, share and write a review for this podcast. It helps other people discover us. And when you're sharing and talking about us, use the hashtag, it's in the genes pod. And we should be discovered. Let's face it. We should be discovered. We should be. Because it's interesting. It'll be interesting to some. There's somebody out there who's going to love our podcast. If you work in digital tech. If you've got your own business. Got your own business. If you've got a startup business, a family business. If you just like a bit of mum and son banter. Yeah. We might do a competition soon where... We ask people to recommend things. That's down the line. But yeah, anyway, that's enough. I'm off back to Leeds. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.